Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do a quick wrap on some of the news from the last 48 hours. So obviously we've been pretty origin dominated. We had our big, deep review that dropped yesterday afternoon. So if you haven't had a listen to that yet, have a listen to it. We were at the game on Wednesday night. We then sat down and re-watched it yesterday, took some notes and whatnot. Uh, and he came away with all of our takes from the game and uh, having a quick look at game two as well. If you're at the live show on Wednesday night, thank you for coming down and supporting um, the bloke community. Unreal uh, place to be on Wednesday night. It was sensational. So thanks to all those that came up, had a beer, had a yarn, had a photo and everything. It was a sensational evening and you're all thoroughly appreciated. Now let's get into some of the news from Clarkie's Rugby League column, putting up the news each and every day. Uh, and I go through it every two or three days to get the big stories out of it. The first one, Ryan Pappenhausen. Good news for my Supercoach draft team and for all Supercoach players here. The Storm fullback is set to return next round and will play before the Blues meet to select their side for Origin Game 2. He may factor into considerations for the 14 jersey. Personally, I doubt it. I think that duty, those duties will go to Nico Hines, if not Jack Whiten, if not Stephen Crichton, if they don't stay the same. I think that there's the potential of him returning in round 15, which is next week, and I wouldn't be overly shocked if he does. But I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, he doesn't return till the week after, which I think would mean that he gets an extra two weeks of training in because we have the rep round and everything. So as much as I would love to see Pappy back ASAP, it wouldn't surprise me if they do push this back an extra week, which essentially means he will get two weeks uh, until his return. So I don't see the Blues rushing Ryan Pappenhausen. I don't see the Melbourne Storm, sorry, rushing Ryan Pappenhausen back. And as much as we know what he is capable of, I personally think the New South Wales Blues and Brad Fittler will go in the direction of a Nico Hines before Ryan Pappenhausen. I thought that before the Origin Series, and I'm probably more confident on it now, to be honest with you. And you've also got to remember that Latrell Mitchell 
Mitchell, he will more than likely be fit uh, for potentially Origin 2, but definitely Origin 3. So all of a sudden, you've got to fit Latrell Mitchell in somewhere, which will probably be left center, which means you could either move Jack White into the right or you could move him into the 14 jersey, which I think is more likely. So for me right now, I think Pappy's probably third or fourth down the list to get that 14 jersey realistically. So I don't see him playing Origin personally. He's done enough over the last few years to play there, uh, but I don't think he'll play this year. Hopefully in the future, though, because he does deserve it. Next story is on Jacko Hastings. The Tigers have reportedly opened negotiations to re-sign their halfback and utility, Adam Dewey. They are unsure if Hastings will commit long-term due to his close relationship with Michael Maguire. I personally don't think Jacko will stay around there. I haven't spoken to him uh, since it all went down. I'm just going completely off vibe. I know how close he was uh, to Madge. And, I mean, he's kept it no secret as well. You saw a tweet that he put out the other day. Had something on his Instagram story the other day as well. So we know that we know that Jacko is a Madge guy. We know that a few weeks ago uh, he was injured and the club didn't want him or any of the injured players to go up to the Gold Coast, so he paid for his own ticket to support Madge and the boys. So we know where Jackson Hastings sits. Uh, like, Jacko is a guy that he copped a lot of shit early. We all know the narrative. Went over to England. Uh, and I think he's the sort of guy that he needs a coach to put their arm around him. And, and Michael Maguire has done that. Not in a way uh, that they cuddle him and they take it easy on him. Just in the way that they that he knows that they back him. Yeah. And for me, I look around the room and his options. I think there'll be a number of clubs that will be lining up to try and get the signature of Jackson Hastings. But the one that makes the most sense for me... It's probably the Dolphins. Uh, they still don't have a halves player. Jacko is a guy they could get on pretty good value. He has already got a relationship with Wayne Bennett. you got to remember, it wasn't that long ago, Wayne convinced him to come and play for England, which was a big call in Jacko's career. So there's a relationship there. I think relationships, well, I know relationships really matter to Jackson Hastings and trusting his coach and uh, Wayne Bennett to be at the very top of that list. So that's my prediction for where he ends up. And I think personally it would be a great signing for the Dolphins. But I think he's at long odds to stay at the West Tigers, to be honest with you. I can't see him staying there without Madge, so it's going to be interesting. Um, we know that they love Adam Dewey. They want to keep him there long-term. Brooksy is the other guy that they want to try and keep long-term, so they all come off contract on November 1st, I think it is. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting few months at the West Tigers to watch the domino effect that this causes. Up at the Brisbane Broncos, Payne Haas and Katoni Staggs are set to be ruled out this round with shoulder injuries from Origin. Selwyn Cobbo and Pat Carrigan are set to play. No word on Kurt Capewell yet. I believe Kurt Capewell was not named in their 17 or in their 22 on Tuesday, so I think you can all but rule Kurt Capewell out of playing this weekend. Uh, Katoni Staggs, he went off the field early in that game the other day, so I'm pretty confident he will be ruled out. He should be replaced by Branko Leo. You might see the return to first grade of Deloise Hoyter uh, would be a good little pick there as well. Uh, Payne Haas, I would probably rest him for this one, to be honest with you. Um, uh, there's a lot going on in Payne Haas's life at the moment uh, and I think Origin, he's got enough on his plate. He played pretty pretty decent minutes and he had a really good impact in that Origin game the other night, so I probably wouldn't be stressing over him, but I know that Payne Haas will be keen as all hell to play, but if he's carrying a shoulder injury, I think you probably have to pull the plug on that one. It helps as well. The Brisbane are obviously doing very well. They're in the top four as it stands right now. If they were, you know, eighth, ninth, tenth around that mark, might be a different story. But because they're travelling well, I'm not expecting Katoni or Payne Haas to play. I think Cobbo definitely well. Paddy Carrigan will be interesting because he played a huge game for the Queensland Maroons the other day. They'll get Tommy Flugler back. They have got a heap of forwards there at the Brisbane Broncos. So, interesting to see who backs up. You'll have to watch team lists for that one. 
Now, we mentioned the West Tigers before. They're obviously on the lookout for a new coach. And this is a really interesting one. Cameron Serraldo, who is tipped uh, to be the next big thing in coaching. Uh, the guy, you know, two years ago that was tipped to be the next big thing in coaching was probably Trent Barrett. He was the assistant coach of the Penrith Panthers, also where Cameron Serraldo is. Uh, for me, I am a little bit worried that we might see that narrative repeat. Uh, I think Cameron Serraldo needs to be very careful which job he takes. The... Uh, the best thing you can do in your career sometimes is say no, and I think Craig Fitzgibbon is a cracking example of that. He said no, he turned down a number of jobs until the right one came at Cronulla, and it's worked out pretty well for him. For me, if I'm Cameron Serraldo and I'm either the assistant coach of the Panthers or the head coach of the West Tigers, uh, I'll keep lifting trophies and being successful and just building that aura at the Penrith Panthers and learning more and more off those guys instead of going to the West Tigers, who, let's be honest here, it has been a basket case for a very long time, even if you are reasonably successful, uh, you're still waiting to get sacked there and it, you know the, the board is just so dysfunctional and everything. I don't think this is a job that I'd be saying yes to. They have got Appy walking in there, they have got Isaiah Papali, there's a lot of exciting things on the horizon, uh, but there was a lot of exciting things on the horizon two weeks ago too when they made, the, or a week ago when they made the decision to sack the guy that managed to get Jackson Hastings there, that managed to get Appy to sign, that managed to get Isaiah Papali to sign there. So for me, it'd be a no if I was Cameron Serraldo, I would wait for a more stable club to come along with all due respect to the West Tigers. It's going to be interesting to see who they get. Hopefully, Brett Kamali can do a good job over the next few weeks. A great footy mind, Brett Kamali, one of my favourites. Uh, I would like to see him given a proper opportunity. You've also got Bed Gardner there, who's been in line for a couple of years. Uh, so they have got some options there, the West Tigers, but I cannot see them getting Cameron Serraldo. Um, the rumour here is that the Tigers are going to offer him a five-year deal, which uh, to me just stinks of a little bit desperate. Desperate. But Tim Sheens, he knows a thing or two about coaches, and if he believes that Serraldo is going to be the next big thing, five years could be, you know, a cracking deal. But I can't see a world where Cameron Serraldo goes there. All right, next story is on Isaiah Yo, and I mentioned this on the State of Origin review, which dropped late yesterday afternoon, which you can go and have a listen to after this. Cameron Munster admits he was sick and the Blues allowed their lock to play on without receiving a HIA. He says someone from the Blues needs to put their hand up and take accountability. Uh, now, Cam Munster, obviously a Queenslander, proud Maroon, so uh, no shock that he's throwing a bit of stick at the New South Wales Blues. He's probably also not in a medical position to make this call, but nor am I, but I do agree with Cameron Munster. I thought it was pretty dodgy. I think in a club game, uh, you would have seen him come from the field. I think the Blues know just how important Isaiah Yo is to all their structures and everything, and I personally think you could sort of see it in his footy as the night went on. He was good without being fantastic. Uh, he needed a spell. I don't think it was ever in the plan to give Isaiah Yo a break, to be honest with you. It'll be interesting to see what they do in Game 2 when he's not in that sort of situation. Uh, but yeah, I thought this one was very strange, and I thought at the absolute minimum, he had to come off the field to have a HIA solely based on what we've seen all this year. It just seemed like there was different rules for Origin, and I said during the week, we know there's different rules for Origin, but I didn't expect independent doctors to have different rules for Origin, so very interesting one there. Hopefully the Blues did make the right call, and it just looks a bit odd from the outside looking in, but I don't think there's any doubt that that one was a little bit strange. In the Queensland Maroons camp, Billy Slater has confirmed if Xavier Coates is unavailable for Game 2, either Murray Tualangi or Hamiso will replace him. Very interesting one there. Who will they go for? Hamiso is obviously the high flyer, uh, lightning sort of football. Tom Alungi, very good out of his own end and a great finisher. Two Cowboys, unreal to see 
Um, the North Queensland Cowboys having so many representatives in this arena. Val Holmes, he's the left centre for the Cowboys. He's also the left centre for the North Queensland Cowboys. So he would already have that combination with Murray Tomalungi, which I think will probably work in his favour. But Hammer was there last year, so that works in his favour as well. It's going to be interesting to see which way they go. Personally, I would go with Tomalungi because he's so good coming out of his own end and he's been playing next to Val all season. We mentioned the Tigers before, how I believe they might lose Jackson Hastings. The guy they will be trying to keep is Adam Dewey. He's obviously coming back off an ACL injury. We've been waiting a long time for him to return. It looks like, according to Clarkie, we might be waiting a little bit longer. This one originally comes from News Corp. The Tigers' utility is reportedly set for additional weeks on the sideline as he recovers from his ACL injury. The club can't put a time on his return, but at this stage, he's expected to miss a further month. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There have been some rumours going around over the last few weeks that he might miss the entire season. Um, I, I have not heard them confirmed anywhere by anyone, but there have been those rumours around, and this just seemingly keeps on getting pushed further and further back. So it's going to be an interesting one to watch over the next few weeks when Adam Dewey does actually return. The West Tigers, they desperately need him, and I'm sure... He'd be keen to get out on the park as he's got to work out what he's doing with his contracts over the next few months. Be a good opportunity to go out and impress another club. But does he come back at centre or 5'8"? I can guarantee you he wants to come back as a 5'8". He does not want to come back as a centre. I think in the in the story earlier, I read that Clarkie described him as a utility, which is fair. He can play a range of positions. He can play in the halves. He can play centre, wing, fullback, you name it. But I don't think Adam Dewey would want that utility tag um, uh, next to his name. That means less dollars and it makes less sense for him as well. He wants to be a 5'8", and I think he wants to get paid 5'8 money, which is fair enough. Now, the Dolphins, they've made another signing over the last few days. Jared Wallace from the Gold Coast Titans, experienced front rower, state of origin caliber front rower. I think he's scored three tries in the last two weeks or in the last three weeks or something like that. He's been in great form. Um, I think he's still in the top, you know, probably 15 or 20 front rowers in our game. Probably, actually, he's probably definitely in, in, in the top 15. 15, I reckon. He's pretty handy. He's not your sort of explosive front rower. Uh, he's more of your sort of mainstay. But he has got a bit of ball playing to him, and he has got an offload to him. So a signing that I like from the Dolphins. But, fuck, we've got to start to see some real big dogs start to sign with this franchise. And we've got to start to see some ball players as well. As it stands right now, they really don't have a fullback. They've got Isako, who... I, I just can't trust him at fullback. You want him on the wing. He's a decent winger, but you would not want him as your fullback. Uh, hooker, don't really have a hooker. They've got Actually, they've got Jeremy Marshall King, to be fair. So they have signed a hooker. He will do a good job for them. As far as the halves go, they've got Isaiah Katoa, who's signed there, who's going to be a star in the future, in my opinion. Uh, but he's not a guy that's ready to run out round one, um, 2023, which really isn't that far away, by the way. So they need to start to make some signings and make some moves on guys. Forward pack is looking really good. It's looking really solid. 
It's a forward pack that can get you into finals footy if you've got the right guys in the back line, especially in the halves. So they still need to find some of those guys. Jeremy Marshall King, very solid player. Doesn't have a kicking game at a dummy half, really, or at least we don't see much of it at Canterbury. So it remains to be seen if he's got that uh, in his repertoire. So the halves, they are going to be incredibly important because... There really isn't a noted general play kicker in that Dolphins squad at the moment, outside of Isaiah Katoa, who I very highly doubt will be playing in round one. So Jackson Hastings would be a huge get for them if they were able to get their paws on him, which personally, I think there's a connection there, and I think they'll be a really good shot at it. Guys, that's all the news from the last couple of days. Uh, We mentioned before Xavier Coates. It does look like he's going to miss about six to eight weeks, unfortunately. So you will see one of the two cow. Cowboys wingers come in to replace him. I think they'll go with Toalungi there. That's all your news, guys, coming from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Go check him out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, Bebo, MySpace, wherever you can find him. He will be there putting the news up for you guys each and every day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.